This podcast is presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org. Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program with all the good news and more. Brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, where caring for the needy, feeding the hungry, and changing lives happens every day. Now here are your hosts for Mission Possible, Ron and Marilyn Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We're known as the Caring Place and have been caring for the homeless and needy here in South Florida since 1922. That's 98 years of helping men, women, and children get off the streets, have their lives transformed to become happier and more productive people. Good morning again. I'm Ron Brummett. I happen to be the president here at the mission, and I hope you enjoyed your extra hour of sleep last night. Of course, we had to set our clocks back, and they're going to have a great program, so I'm asking you to stay tuned. We have a great testimony at the end of our program. We want to let you catch up what's going on with our centers in Miami and in Broward. Uh, but remember, and I don't have to tell you this, this week is a very crucial week. We're having our national elections on Tuesday. Many people have already uh, voted by absentee vote uh, balloting. Some have gone already to the polls and voted. And the main thing is to go out and have your voice uh, in the process. You know, go out and vote. Our ministry in, in Miami and Broward, uh, people often ask us, you know, well, where do you lean? Which side do you go to? Are you more liberal? Are you conservative, Democrat, Republican? And, and I tell people, you know something, we're... Of course, that we have our, our understanding of what we want to do in life and who we want to support, but that's a personal thing. For as far as our ministry to last 98 years, uh, we've weathered all sorts of storms, all sorts of ups and downs, economic down, uh, downturns, upturns, uh, wars, hurricanes. And I really have learned over the many years here that it's best to keep what I do per, uh, privately, privately, because homelessness really doesn't know a political party or a, a particular faith. You know, we're a Christian organization. We, we follow the Lord Jesus Christ, but we have friends of all different faiths, uh, Muslims, Jewish, atheists, uh, just people that want, that want to come by and help the homeless. And this morning I am joined with my lovely wife, Marilyn, who's the vice president of development. And Marilyn, uh, we have so much going on, even with the COVID uh, virus. We have a very special night mm -hmm. planned for this Saturday, don't we? Oh, we certainly do. You know, we've had to learn to be creative in our events. And so what we have coming up um, on Saturday, November the 7th, it'll be in the evening from 6 to 9 p.m., but it's called Night of Joy. Now, we've done it in the past. This is our fifth year, but the difference this year is it's a park and praise. In other words, you come with your car. You don't have to get out of your car to be able to hear the praise. It's going to be done on the mission property that's in Miami Gardens. Um, it's near Top Golf, so it's easy to find plenty of places to park. We're going to have over seven wonderful worship bands. It's going to be dynamic. It's going to lift people up and build them up uh, as they trust God that even during the pandemic, that he is still in control. Now, the tickets are $15. They're not very much, uh, but we also have sponsorships available. Now, how can you get a ticket? How can you sponsor? You can go to the website, caringplace.org 
slash joy. So that's easy to get to caringplace.org slash joy and you can get your tickets. Uh, I encourage people to come out, support this night of joy. It's safe. Talk about social distancing. You're in your own car. So you can bring your family in the car. The tickets are $15 per person. So please, right now, why don't you go check it out? Go and get your ticket or sponsor. All the proceeds are going to go for emergency meals. So it's very important what it is supporting. And we need your help. We need your support. That's right. And, you know, we can't do all the things that we do uh, without our wonderful donors and our supporters and our volunteers. As the things have been uh, put on hold for m- many of our volunteer projects because of the uh, the virus. And even our great Thanksgiving banquet, we have this every single year where we close down the streets and in Broward and Miami, we invite the homeless, we invite others in the community to come that maybe are struggling financially or, or just don't have any place to go or anyone to be with. And this year we're going to do it differently. We're still going to have it. It's our great Thanksgiving banquet. It's going to be on Thanksgiving Day around 10 o'clock in the morning to 1 p.m. in the afternoon. And you can still help us by our Pack the Pantry food drive or helping us financially. Now, our Pack the Pantry food drive has always been a winner, and it's going to be different this year because people uh, have to be more reserved about bringing the food to us. Mm-hmm. But you can still go to caringplace.org slash pantry. That's caringplace.org slash pantry. We have brown paper bags mm-hmm. that we'll send out to you that tells you what we like in them. And Marilyn, we're also accepting more than just the non-perishable items this year. We really want turkeys and hams and such, right? Oh, that's right. Frozen turkeys, hams, and pies. So really, really need those. And you know, you can bring them right to our centers. If you go to that website, caringplace.org slash pantry and let us know what you want to do we're going to get back with you we'll give you all the drop-off locations and if you tell us ahead of time then it can really go from your freezer to our freezer and that's what's really needed so yes help us with the perishable and the non-perishable and especially during the the covid and the and the pandemic that's going around you know it was it was calming down and now mm-hmm. it's back up in numbers and people are alarmed and rightfully so we want to make sure that we're safe and that we're healthy and we do have people in our programs that uh, have uh, been tested we have the volunteers that come in uh, many of them have been tested and cleared and so we still need people to help us. And a way to volunteer is to do the pack the pantry. Mm-hmm. You know, your place of business, your pl- your place of worship. Uh, if you're open right now uh, and have uh, access to your buildings, what a wonderful way to help the homeless and the needy. You know, they have no place to quarantine. They have no place they can really escape. And that's what we're here for. Even during this horrendous, horrendous pandemic, we have still seen such great things happen in people's lives. Just a few weeks ago, we had a graduation service for our men in our Miami centers. Um, almost 50 of the men wore caps and gowns. We did it socially distancing. It was kind of weird because everyone was like a checkerboard sitting the way they had people sitting. And uh, But we did it, uh, and we had it videotaped. It's soon, mm-hmm. soon going to be online to people to see. And then we had a tremendous uh, cover girls Con- virtual conference. Virtual conference. And that raised money and awareness for our women in our centers. And so we're still going forward. And as, as America is, we're still going to go forward. Now, after the election, we don't know what's going to happen as far as uh, how the na- nations, is it going to heal? Is it going to be split further apart? We don't know. But one thing that we do know here, we believe in the power of prayer. And we're setting up a special day of prayer 
uh, that we want everyone to join us during that day. It's going to be on November 20th, uh, just a week before Thanksgiving. Uh, we had one in uh, just a month ago where we had a whole day of prayer from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. at night, and that was really just our staff and some of our closest friends. But we want to open this up to everyone. And you check our website at caringplace.org. I hope to have something up there um, today, uh, if not uh, by Monday or Tuesday. But we really do want to have a time of prayer. That's what's really going to heal people. That's what's going to bring people together uh, and concentrate on things that are similar. You know, you, if you're a Republican, if you're a Democrat, if you're independent, if you're liberal, whatever you are, the, we want to help people. And that's one thing we can agree upon. Right, Marilyn? Oh, that's right. You know, it's all about helping that person that really has lost hope. And as we see them come in, the men, the women, the children, and the women come very often because of domestic violence um, and abuse. But everybody that comes, there is some abuse uh, somewhere uh, in their family or on the outside that um, either has caused or maybe they're the one that has also done abuse. You know, it's on both sides, but we want to help people, and that's what it's all about. And they so often come because they're hungry. And so that's the reason we say hope begins with a meal. So that's why we're asking either uh, support the Night of Joy, the park and praise. Uh, those proceeds are going to go to emergency meals or help with pack the pantry uh, go to our website caringplace.org slash pantry or if you're going to do night of joy caringplace.org slash joy that's right and two dollars and ten cents provides one meal for someone in great need and with that meal comes also some encouragement uh, from our team our, our volunteers and our and our staff members saying you know something your life can be different well, God bless you. We're praying for you. You continue to pray for us and stay tuned right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. Well, this is the part of the program where we get to talk to wonderful, I call movers and shakers in the community that really make a difference in their world, their community. And I am so honored today to have Michelle Colley. She is the Vice President at Community Development Manager at City National Bank of Florida. And I know Michelle in um, some other nice ways, so I am so excited to have Michelle on our program today. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you for having me, Marilyn. I'm excited to share more about what we're doing at City National Bank and yeah, and tell how us. We're helping the community. Yeah, tell okay, us how awesome. you're helping the community. That's what we want to hear. All right, awesome. Well, City National Bank has actually been uh, in the South Florida community for over 70 years, and we were founded um, as a community bank. We're one of the largest community banks in the state of Florida, but just because we're large does not mean that we're not with our uh, boots on the ground and trying to see how to help nonprofits such as G4G and other area nonprofits. So the bank is committed to um, making a difference, not just by, you know, opening bank accounts and getting mortgages, but we really want to try to help um, small business owners, uh, low to moderate income families, those that are struggling to make ends meet. We're doing financial literacy education classes, um, as well as first time home buyer classes. So my role at the bank is basically um, to coordinate some of those efforts. So, you know, we work with local nonprofits such as yourself, um, not just in sponsorships, but how can we help even mm -hmm. the young ladies that you're working with 
you know, what are their budgeting needs? They need mm-hmm. a class on budgeting and how could we do that? So there's a team of us and that's what we're committed to. We're trying to get the, the education part of banking out there. It's not just about opening the bank account, but how do you manage your finances properly? Well, that is wonderful. Well, I know that I actually got to know you personally through another person who works at the bank. And uh, she knew one of our volunteers that was connected here at the Miami Rescue Mission with a volunteer group called Girlfriends for Girlfriends. And it, that's a, an amazing group of women who uh, really reach out and care for the women after they graduate. They leave our program. You know, they, they've got the tools to be empowered. But that doesn't mean life is is all going to be okay forever it just means i have the tools but you still need that encouragement you still need sometimes those touch points and the girlfriends for girlfriends um actually help raise money for safe and affordable housing but they also go out and they visit the women when they go into their new uh housing and they give them housewarming gifts now you have kind of a special story because you knew of girlfriends for girlfriends privately before even uh, you, you did it as a bank. And I think that's a cool story. Can you tell us what happened? Sure. So, uh, Marilyn, I am a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. I actually chair our economic development committee of the South Florida Alumni Chapter. And our sorority is committed to giving back to the community. We're a public service sorority. And so one of our sorority members is Angelique Clark, and she was familiar with Girlfriends for Girlfriends. And so she approached the committee in our sorority, and we actually did a huge housewarming. Um, we did an online registry. This is all in the middle of COVID. Yes. And we did an online registry, and uh, we ended up with, I think, four truckloads of it was, uh, items. It was 164 <laughs> different brand new items that can be given as housewarming gifts. And they went all the way from simple, you know, towels, uh, silverware, all the way to toaster ovens and microwaves. Microwaves, yeah. I have yes. pictures of it. It was astounding. And you did that through the sorority. And then later right. on, when Girlfriends for Girlfriends had a virtual conference, they did it in September. Yes. And um, there was a connection there because we already knew City National Bank. And you Correct. and you all became a sponsor of the virtual conference. But I remember when all of a sudden we were talking and I found out that, wait a minute, you were part yes. of the group that came with the housewarming gifts. That was kind of your your side private thing. Yes. And then yes. you said, wait a minute, this is the same because you didn't yes. think girlfriends for girlfriends. You not. just saw the logo. Yes. So when I saw the logo, so the thing was. We had done that through the sorority, and then at the same time, Mar Pena is the is the coworker that you're mentioning that um, that was familiar with a volunteer, and so Mar brought the the um, opportunity to sponsor the conference to us. And when she did that, um, I joined the tea that morning, and I was shocked when I saw the logo. So when I saw the logo, because it just hit me, oh my gosh, it's the same organization that our sorority sponsored. So. Um, that we did all the donations for, and I ever since then I'm now uh, um, you're a, a girlfriend for girlfriend owner. Yes, so I'm excited about being partnered with the organization, and um, anything I can do to help because my personal mission, not just what I do for the bank, mm-hmm. um, is to try to uh, provide affordable housing for everyone. It's a, it's a right mm-hmm. that we all should have. 
And so, you know, I'd, I would love that all of those young ladies right now, they might be renting, but they become mm-hmm. future homeowners because yes. homeownership is a dream that everyone should achieve. So that's, well, you know, you that, know my that, goal. That's a wonderful idea. Uh, Michelle, because uh, we have connections now with the graduates and we can even send out um, sometimes email blasts is not so good for them, but we do a lot mm-hmm. of texting so we mm-hmm. can send out information to them. And we might even formulate a little Zoom class where they yeah. can learn how to then go from being the renter uh, to the owner and start getting them prepped for that. Yes, getting them prepared, of course. And that's exactly so it was just a light bulb went off when I realized it was the same organization. Um, and I think it's all divine. I think that that was all part of God's plan that yes. um, that we'd be able to see, you know, not just the donations, but how they're being used. And then, you know, to be on the tee, it was very enlightening to hear the testimonies that were shared by some of the graduates. So it, it just came full circle. And so I'm really excited about the work that you're doing. And uh, and City National Bank is committed to that. Um, we're really committed to making sure that at the end of the day, uh, the families that we serve, not just those that even have bank accounts with us, but the entire community. What are the needs? What are small business needs? What are, mm-hmm. you know, the needs of each individual um, and to be able to make their lives better when it comes to their finances? So do you feel like in, in a way that you are like a coach for many families? Oh, yes. That's, that's funny you would say that because that I, I took I called call myself retiring from banking about seven years ago, right before I came to work for City National. I retired from banking, quote unquote, and I actually went to become and I'm a certified credit coach, a certified financial coach. And I did that for several years for um, an organization that is affiliated with United Way of Miami-Dade County. So I, I believe it or not, that I think that's part of who I am. My, my mm-hmm. title at the bank may not say coach, but yes, yes. I'm definitely the person that's going to cheer um, the person on and hold their hand until they, you know, achieve their financial goals, whatever that is. If they want to start a business, if they want, if they want to learn how to do their own taxes, did they know that they can get free taxes? Did you know that, Marilyn, that the, yeah. the graduates can get their taxes done for free through volunteer income tax assistance with the IRS? Well, let's, um, uh, how would someone, their taxes done. how would someone listening right now saying, listen, I want to talk to Michelle. How would they get a hold of you? Um, Marilyn, they would actually, I can give out my email address mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. well as my, um, which is Michelle, M I C H E L E dot Collie, C O L L I E at City National and it's C I T Y national n-a-t-i-o-n-a-l.com so michelle.colly at citynational.com i think that's pretty easy now if you did not get it you know that you can always uh reach out to the miami rescue mission and uh, go to our website as well caringplace.org and say i heard michelle on the radio and i need her email i need her contact information i need to uh, get a hold of her i need i have some questions i want to ask yes That's no problem. We've got resources, um, even in the midst of the pandemic. So we want to make sure that in the midst of this pandemic, that people have resources to pay their rent, to pay their mortgage um, and their utilities. And there are a lot of resources out there. Well, thank you so much, Michelle Colley, for being on our program today. You are a a community leader. Uh, You're a life changer. 
And uh, mm. you're a girlfriend for a girlfriend. And that's, uh, again, what is a girlfriend for a girlfriend? It's a part, it's a volunteer focus group within the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers. They're very focused on helping women and children coming out of domestic violence and abuse and helping them as they leave our centers, that they've been empowered, they've had the classes, you know, they've graduated with cap and gown, and now they're going out into the world uh, to a new journey. And we want to make sure that they are encouraged. And you are a girlfriend for girlfriend helping that happen. So we salute you. Uh, we love you. And thank you so much for sharing uh, your com- your commitment to the community, Michelle Colley from City National Bank. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Leon Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. I'm so excited. We have in the studio with us today via phone, uh, Norma from Note to Love by MN. Welcome, Norma. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Leanne. Thank you so much for having me on. I greatly appreciate it. So I just want to tell you a little bit about Michelle and I and why we started the company. Please. We had a vision to to bring together a community of women that we would inspire, support, and actually challenge each other. And just to be the best version of ourselves um, inside and out. And we wanted every woman of all ages and sizes to self-love again. We wanted to change the perception of what perfect would look like and actually help women build their confidence so that they can love and see their own beauty. And as part of our commitment, we wanted for Women Empowerment, a portion of our sales to be donated to the local profit organization um, with you guys and um, help the women get back on their feet. You know what so I love? We, I love your concept. We are bombarded. We're saturated with women that look so perfect, right? Everywhere in social media. So the fact that you're saying that this is for all the women to feel included and to feel, you know, that self-love uh, once again, because it's so difficult, right? I mean, I think we're doing better. I have to admit, I, I do see more presence in social media of all sizes, all, all colors, all heights, all, you know, diversity, which is exactly what it should be about. So thank you so much for doing that. So you guys do what exactly? The line is a line of clothing, right? And uh, is yeah. this is this something that already launched on your or you're in the process of doing this? So our our launch date is actually November the 1st. Um, we will have our fitness apparel. We'll, we will have, um, you know, like bathing suits and, and, and clothing and small little knickknacks that will make women feel good. But one of the other things that we've done is um, we've created a 21 days to self-love challenge. And basically um, with that challenge, it was to help women for self-love, inner peace, strength, weight loss, but the healthy way, accountability, and then also a supportive community with one-on-one support. And we would continue to support them after the 21 days as well. So we wanted every woman that, that... you know, that joined the challenge to be able to feel and look great. I, I cannot wait to check you guys out. I know this is already, it's only been a week since you launched and uh, I, you know, it's, it's crazy the amount of traction that I'm sure you're already getting, you know, your platform with the clothing for women. Um, I, I love it. Now, how can they find you? Do you guys already have a website uh, set up? Are you on social media? How can our listeners find you? So, yeah, so we are on, on social media, and we also have our own website. It's note2love.org. And then we also have our Instagram, which is note2love by MN. Wonderful. And now, 
Uh huh. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Yeah, that's the that's the one on Instagram, and then we also have a uh, Facebook and TikTok as well. And and they're all under note to love. So note in, to love. So a note is like you're writing a note to remind you to love yourself. I love it. I love the concept. <laughs> I love the concept. I love everything you yes. guys are doing. Uh, again, I cannot wait to see how much success you're gonna have, and um, the idea. That, of course, I mean, through your sales and everything else, is, is it your plan to actually show pictures of your customers on your social media so people can see and get encouraged? So that would be the that would be the plan with their with their permission after we after we do these um these 21 days. Um, and we want to you know, we want to continue to be able to do it, you know, every month. Um, you know, so far we've we've had, you know, we've done like a little soft launch. And so far, you know, we've had quite a few girls that have been interested. And, you know, again, it's more um, about the self-love aspect and changing their mindset to, you know, to know to love themselves uh, again. Listen, wonderful. I, I can see, you know, me spreading the word with our residents, with the women that leave our programs, our graduates. It's so important to have that uh, support from our social media outlets and, and companies like yours. Uh, much success to both you and Michelle. I think you guys are going to do great. And thank you for choosing us uh, to give to us some of the proceeds from those sales. Uh, thank you again, okay. Norma. It's been a joy to have you in our program today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Leanne. I greatly appreciate it. Well, it's so wonderful when we come to this part of the program because this is the part where you hear the testimony of a changed life. Uh, some of the testimonies, they have experienced that changed life. They're giving their story or they're actually in the midst of it and uh, they're going through that change. Transformation, we call it here at the mission. And I have with me today, I have Roger and Roger has a story to tell. And I'm so glad that you have um, the capacity and also you're not too shy uh, to tell your story. Thank you, Roger, for being here today. No problem, Ms. Brummer. Thank you for having me. Go, let's go back in time. Uh, let's talk maybe a little bit about your childhood and your upbringing, and maybe we can lead into maybe what really caused some of the issues in your life. All right, not a problem. Um, I grew up in Alexandria, Virginia, uh, right outside of the District of Columbia. Um, my childhood was, was, was fairly pleasant. Um, up to about five years old, uh, was my first bad memory is when my mother up and left and cheated on my father with another man. Um, at that point, it rocked my world because she, she pretty much abandoned my sister and I and um, left us all alone with my dad. Now, um, my father was an outstanding dad. Mm. He uh, raised us basically by himself with my mom being in and out the entire time. Uh, my father was a Metro bus driver in Washington, D.C. And um, although he was a wonderful dad, he was gone mm -hmm. the majority of the time. He was out of the picture a lot. Um, when he was around, he was, you know, great, great leadership, um, excellent man to lead by example for me to follow. Um, but when you don't have both parents in the mm -hmm. household, it can lead to, to negative things and mm -hmm. negative behavior. Um, growing up, I was always into sports, playing football, um, was the majority of my youth. Um, to be honest, I did well. I did well in middle school. Um, in high school, I started playing varsity football in ninth mm -hmm. grade. So, um, you know, I was doing well. I stayed away from drugs and alcohol completely 
all through high school because I was trying to get into college. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a scholarship to a school called Arkansas State, which is in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Um, things were going well there. Um, my second year there, I was introduced to smoking marijuana, which led to my downfall over a period of time. Um, <clears throat> through that, I just started hanging around the wrong people, the wrong type of, of, of influences, um, promiscuous women, and this leading to the wrong life. Um, <clears throat> as time went on, um, it seemed like it just got worse and worse. Um, I was never a, a terrible drug addict, but I just made the wrong decisions, spending my money uh, carelessly, um, and just not making man-like decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, as time went on, um, this led to me being in the wrong neighborhood at the wrong time um, and end up getting in trouble uh, with a possession of cocaine. That was 2009. <clears throat> After that, um, I didn't deal with it right then. I, I, I went on the run for a little while, for about four years, to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. At that point, I finally, after talking to my daughter, we talked about it, and I decided to go back to Virginia to turn myself in. Mm. Um, and that's where I found God. Um, when I was all alone by myself, now, um, were you I in jail pleading. at that time? Yes, ma'am. I, w- I was pleading. I was pleading. Uh, I was abandoned by everybody that I knew, and God was there with me. I could feel his presence and his love with me. Um, and that I can't explain except for this most beautiful experience I've ever had in my life. Um, so when you wanted to get out, when you knew you were going to get out, you wanted to go someplace that would help you to be discipled. And you said off air that you had written some letters. Yeah, I had written 23 letters around the state of Florida because I knew I wanted to be in Florida because of the, because of the weather and the uh, opportunities with music. Um, but out of the 23 letters, the Miami Rescue Mission was the only um, o- only business that contacted me back. And I thought that was a sign from God in itself. Um, my counselor from prison made the appropriate contacts with uh, Mr. Marlo Lane. And um, I came. It's been uh, almost a year. I got here October 23rd. Okay, well, listen, we're right in the middle of a very amazing testimony, so I'm going to ask the listening audience, don't turn that dial. We're going to come back and hear the rest of Roger's story. With Roger, and I don't want to um, waste any time, you were leaving prison. You said you sent all, out over 20 letters, and Miami Rescue Mission is the one that answered. And so now you're going to get on that bus, and, you, and, and you're going to go, and you're focused. Tell us why you're so focused. Um, at that point, after the experience that I had in prison, I was just, you know, I didn't touch base with my daughter the entire time, but only through letters. I had promised her that this is my last chance. I am not going to break any more promises her, to her the rest of my life, and I'm going to do what I said and follow through with my word and get my life in order. Wow. So the, you, you stayed with your promise and you stayed with your focus. Yes, ma'am. At this point, nothing at all will drive me off of my focus of my daughter. Okay, give us a little experience of coming to the mission, what you felt, because it's still, you still don't know where you're going exactly. You don't understand the whole uh, program or what's going to happen. Tell us about it. Um, when I first got to the program, I was uh, kind of res- reserved and quiet because out of the prison life, it's a big transformation right when you get there around so many different people, um, complete strangers, and this is my first time in Florida. Um, but the program, I, I started seeing what it was about, and just I felt God from every angle of the program. It's a very structured program, um, and it takes a lot of discipline and willpower to get through it. But you start to meet uh, a lot of brothers that are going through the exact same experiences that you are, uh, and you, you start doing things for the right reasons. Um, 
your day is from 5.30 in the morning to about 10 at night. You know, you're going to devotion to uh, your CSA, which is a Christian service where you work all day long for the Lord. Um, after that, you come back, you do two hours of school, um, and then you go to a 7 o'clock chapel as well as a 8 o'clock group. Um, and just a, a fulfilled day uh, of worshiping the Lord and just, you know, everything, as you un unleash yourself to the Lord, everything opens up for you. Things start to come together. Uh, your plans actually become fulfilled and you start working towards goals that you had in your mind the entire time. So you really, and I've seen a little bit of your own, your transformation. I actually didn't see you when you first came in, but I've seen you part of the ministry. And I know you've helped given tours uh, to people who want to come see behind the scenes. And you're very open. Absolutely. Um, you, you know, you're not really hiding like who you are, but hey, you know, yeah, I came right straight from prison and here I am. But, you know, before we go any further, uh, you have... Um, a ministry also of music and in your background, some radio and, and all that kind of stuff. So t tell us that and then maybe give us an example, if you would. Um, sure. Yes, ma'am. I'm a DJ. I've been doing it for um, almost 20 years now. Um, but while I was in prison, I started writing rhymes, um, trying to praise and worship God in a, a positive light. Um, well, let's end the program with a little bit of your talent. All right. Check it. All right. I don't need a beat. I'm going to kick a flow a cappella. When I abandoned God, my soul left like Damon Dash did Rockefeller. Through Jesus Christ, I've metamorphosed from a caterpillar to a butterfly. I'll never forget the way my mother cried when my brother died. I remember the day that she left and the way that I missed her. I had to pick up the pieces and thank God for my sister. There's no time to be down. The Bible says I'm a king, I should be wearing a crown. I'm not going to stand in the corner because my family has faded pouting. I'm going to stand up like a man and go to the mission in Miami and Dade County. Now I'm here in Miami. Next stop is the island of Cayman. I've done deals with made men and many long nights at the day's end. Those days are over. God must have heard me praying. Thank God he sent me to prison and gave me an apron. And now to the mission, there is no mistaking. Roger, that's amazing. I'm so sorry we're out of time, but we're, I'm asking the listening audience, continue to pray for Roger and the many others that come to us. God bless you. Well, you know, the highlight of our program is always hearing about a changed life. We're serving hundreds and hundreds of people every single day, thousands in the course of a year. Uh, but what, what does it really boil down to? What is the impact on somebody? And that's why we like to have these tremendous testimonies every single week. It's the highlight of it. Uh, people come in. Some people come in and they go straight to the top. Others come in and they struggle and they may take them two, three, four times. That was like in my life, in my early life, uh, I wasn't living right. And it, no matter, no matter how many times I tried, it seemed to slip and fall, slip and fall. And, and, but you keep on trying and people still give you encouragement. You know, we can't do it without the support of our community. And now more than ever with the pandemic, and and we're seeing in, in our facilities more of a need of people that have been calling us and reaching out to us and saying, listen, I'm not homeless quite yet, but I'm going to be homeless in a couple of weeks. Or I know a couple that's going to be homeless or I know a lady that needs a place to stay. And that's going to increase. So your support will go even further than it has in the past. And one way you can help us is by our Pack the Pantry Food Drive. Right, Marilyn? Yeah, Pack the Pantry Food Drive. Um, that's collecting non-perishable items. And if you do perishable items, then either way, go to the website. Let us know who you are so we can give you the exact information. If you're dropping it off, then we're going to be able to accept that right away, put it in our freezers. Uh, if you're doing a non-perishable drive, 
We want to know who you are. We're going to send you out some flyers that you can pass out, even the old-fashioned brown paper bags. They're a good conversation piece as you pass them out to others and ask others to put uh, cans of food. It could be rice. It could be uh, pasta. Any of those type of things can be put in there. Go to caringplace.org slash pantry. Give us your name your address, your phone number, your email, and we're going to contact you right away. We are not slow in contacting you. And a, and a great thing that's going to happen this week, we're going to have the election, of course, on Tuesday. And uh, on both sides, every side, in between the sides, there's going to be sorrow on one camp and joy on another. But, you know, our nation is so divided right now. And one of the ways that we we believe that brings people together is a common goals. And our goal is to help the homeless and needy, help the abused woman, help the person that's suffering from mental illness or or needs help with addiction, uh, find their way back into society. And we do that through our spiritual Christian values. So this Saturday, we're having a praise and a park and praise night. It's going to be at our church property in North Miami and Miami Gardens. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be done uh, with good guidelines, you know, safety guidelines. It's actually going to be a park and praise where you're going to pull in with your vehicle mm-hmm. and be able to praise the Lord and just worship and have some good time. You know, take some aha time. That's right. And you know, we need to build each other up. And as we praise the Lord in song and in worship, it does build your spirit and it builds your faith. And that's what needs to be built right now in our nation is build our faith, realize that God is still in control. Give him that praise. So come Saturday, be built up. No matter how you feel, you might be the say I'm the worst down in the dumps. But come and praise. It does do something for the spirit. Once again, those tickets are $15. You can go to caringplace.org slash joy. That's uh, going to be a great night. We look forward to it. And we are a place of uh, worship. We are a place of prayer. We believe that God has a plan for every person and that every person has value and merit. You know, with all that you hear in the media, with the social unrest and the, and the racism and, and the hatred and the speech that's going on. You come to our centers in mm-hmm. Miami or in Hollywood, you won't see that. Nope. You know, we have people of all different ethnic backgrounds and, and beliefs, and you just see people that are at peace because we're loving on them, they're loving on one another, and they're looking to a brighter future. Well, God bless you. Again, help us by going to caringplace.org, become part of the Pack the Pantry, make a financial donation, find out about volunteering, about our night of praise, and stay safe. Uh, and join us next Sunday right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as the Caring Place. www.caringplace.org.